Can I say what it is? Yeah, go yeah. for it, I reckon. We're, we're planning a retreat. So we're doing a three-day little getaway with myself and Bart and our whole membership. Mm. Welcome to the Influenced Podcast. I'm Ella Dace, a social media manager and fashion designer. And I'm Bart Dace, a businessman by day, but more importantly, Ella's insta-husband. <laughs> Together, we run a social media company called Ella Mazor Creative. We're here to talk about the social business world and the power of influence, how we learn from some and give to others. Come on, Ella, can you please put your phone down now? Mate, put your phone down. Hello. Hey, how are you going? I'm good. How are you? You in a bit. Good sauce. <laughs> what have you been up to? Uh, <laughs> sounds like an actual formal interview. <laughs> uh, yeah, not much really. Just uh, chilling. Went uh, went over to Rotto yesterday. It was pretty cool. Um, yeah, my mate Brendo, well, you know Brendo, it's our friend Brendo, bought a really wicked offshore jet ski, so we decided to take it up on Saturday and uh, yeah, it was like, yep, guaranteed five knots. Which low wind, and it turned out to be 17, so I'm pretty <laughs> sore. <laughs> Good ride, lots of fun, but uh, yeah, pretty hectic on a, on a jet ski. And you went diving, did you catch anything? Went diving, yeah, it wasn't, uh, yeah, it wasn't such uh, clear viz, so we sort of uh, just went and pulled up a couple of crays, nothing too hectic. Um, and then, yeah, went, uh, bumped into a mate, Tay, who was uh, staying over in Rotto and had a beer with him and his mum and his stepdad, and yeah, came back. Uh, just after lunch, so yeah, good nice, Saturday. Nice. For those of you who don't know who, what Roto is, it's this amazing island off the coast yep. of Perth that's just stunning. Yeah, it's awesome and it's really good for diving and yeah, Everything. surfing and yeah, drinking and chilling. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess the last few weeks have been really, really busy. We went down south. Mm. We had a few, we've had a bit of personal shit happening, which I think we'll leave for another episode of. I know a lot of people were asking, how do you get through your business when you're going through personal shit? Good question. And um, we're doing it. So I think we will do an episode on how to still show up because, I mean, Instagram's my business, so mm. can't stop. But, yes, it's been – we're all good now. Mm. Now. Now, <laughs> yes. I just wanted to do a big thank you to everyone that has sent me a review for the podcast as well. If you do love the episodes and you're loving what we're doing, if you DM me a review, then I'll send you a little freebie, just a little thank you. Mm. If you are part of our Gram fam as well, you would know that we are planning a really, really exciting little event. So if that's something that you're interested in, if you're interested in doing, um, can I say what it is? Yeah, go yeah. for it, I reckon. We're, we're planning a retreat. So we're doing a three-day little getaway with myself and Bart and our whole membership mm. or anyone that is welcome to come. And then we're going to be doing content creation, business stuff. We're going to be doing some meditation and breath work and it's just going to be an incredible mm. little networking slash learning event. Yeah, so the I guess the idea from that came from multiple areas, but after the back of our last conversation on our podcast a couple of weeks ago where we were talking about post-COVID environments and, mm. and obviously uh, what the world looks like after COVID and a lot of people sort of reached out and said they were, they were pretty keen to, to catch up, do a retreat, yeah. do something in person and uh, spend some 
some time doing just some face yeah connecting yeah and I was, it was funny like I was, I was saying this about the other day I was like I was so frustrated that so many people just don't show up to zoom meetings but if you oh, ever yeah. do an in-person meeting the person's not like oh sorry I can't find the link you know they're, they're there <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 so just to wrap that up I mean a lot of people don't pitch to meetings and they're like, oh, sorry, I couldn't find the link or, oh, you know, I forgot, whatever. Yeah. For some reason, it's acceptable. If I went, if I booked a meeting with someone and they didn't actually show up and I drove somewhere to meet up yeah. with someone, that's it, dude. I'm not talking to you ever again. Yeah, like, it's disrespectful. so rude. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but for some reason in the digital world, it's semi-acceptable, mm-hmm. which is not, not fair. I think it's the opposite. I mean, it's easier to get there, right? Yeah. Um, anyway. Something that I like that you pointed out the other day as well is like now when people join the meetings online there's none of that connection anymore they just jump in and they're like yep boom 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 this is the point yep Mm. and and i've really tried to make a point of having that personal like conversation at the beginning of every meeting Mm. so that it's not just hey (laughs) this is this is the answer you're looking for bye super duper transactional Yeah. yeah actually we just had a mate over for lunch elliot segler um, he used to work for Amazon and that sort of stuff, pretty well established. And he was saying that um, they're starting to do a bit of studies and <clears throat> mental health studies and that sort of stuff just around, I suppose, uh, people's mental health pre and post COVID and, and sort of the impacts of working from home and that sort of stuff. And mm. he was saying that, uh, I mean, he knows a lot more about it than I do, so I'm paraphrasing and forgive me if I butcher this, but he's basically <laughs> saying that like a lot of people are sort of, I suppose stretched thin and you know overstimulated and that sort of stuff where they, they their work environments has been so transactional and so short run that everything just becomes a bit much um, and we were talking about dithering right you know when you've got like so much in your plate you just you just sort of dither around the house just trying to figure out where to start procrastinating that, yeah yeah a bit of procrastinating but also like being overwhelmed as well like being procrastinating is one thing where you just sit on the couch and go can't be bothered but this is more like anxiety of two minutes too yeah much to do. too much too quick too high access you know mm-hmm. two transactional meetings too many too many meetings too often you mm-hmm. know what i mean like, it's just such a high energy <clears throat> output all the time yeah and when you're at home you get up at 7 30 and i know a lot of people when we we're working from home uh get up at 7 30 and sat there all day had mm-hmm. lunch at the desk and worked till 6 30 because there was not much else to do yeah so i yeah. think that's how it's taken its toll I really totally feel you i feel like that's why it is so important if you do work from home just to set yourself some clear boundaries you know you can still wake up early but take some time in the morning to read meditate do mm. some exercise and actually put in a time where i will start work and i will finish work so that mm. You actually work harder as well because you don't just sit there and you're like, oh, I'm awake. I may as well start work now. <laughs> yeah. That old chestnut. Yes. <laughs> used to be me hardcore. So. Yeah, it was you. Yep, Not yep. anymore though. Not so much. Yeah. I did want to chat today about organic marketing. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's, a, it's a bit of a hot topic. I had a client meeting last week and he was like, oh, what, what's your stance on buying followers? And I was like, oh, it's a, it's a hard no. Hmm. And he was like, oh, oh why? Like, I, I've, I've just finished this guy's course. Yep. And he's teaching product-based businesses that if you're starting from zero, then you should probably buy yourself some followers so that when your buyers, like your audience comes to your Instagram page, it looks like you're doing well. It looks like there's a lot hmm. of people there. And I was like, that... I can't believe someone is actually teaching that in a course. Like if I paid for that course, I'd be heavily disappointed. Mm. I can't, I can't believe like, it's just not a quick fix. And the methods that I teach 
and the methods that I implement in my business are organic, but they're pull strategies, so they're attraction marketing. Yes, they take a little bit longer in the beginning, but all those people that are there are engaged, ready to buy, and you're creating that community, which is important. Mm. Yeah, I, I kind of get logically how someone could think, oh, buy some followers, and then when someone rocks up, they get a bit of FOMO and want to follow you. And we were talking about that in the car the other day, you know, like when Instagram first started, sure, if you bought some followers and you had 100,000, I mean, you probably would have followed certain people because they had heaps of followers. Now that we've been with the, you know, the platform for a while and everybody's pretty accustomed to it, I don't really care if they've got a million or two million followers. It couldn't faze me. If I like Mm -hmm. their stuff, I'll follow them, right? Which is, which is, yeah. Same with your it if you like it. Yeah, correct. So like, that's the thing, right? So for, from your perspective, when you're developing your marketing strategy, you want to get following that's actually going to purchase your product if that's what you're trying to do, obviously, yeah. um, and actually engage with you and, and you know, what, what do you want to do with them rather than just having a whole bunch of bots that, you know. Yeah, that tick, aren't there. They're not doing I've had, anything. I've had clients as well. They come to me and they're like, oh, you're not going to be happy. Um, you're not going to be happy. I've actually bought some followers and then we're implementing their strategy and it might be like three weeks later and they're like, oh, the content's really good and like we're getting a little bit of engagement but I thought it would be a lot more considering the amount of followers I have. I'm like, you mean the amount of followers that aren't actually there? Like yeah. <laughs> the fake followers you have? I was like, yeah, for, for the amount of real followers you have, the engagement's actually really, really good but I can't actually give you an accurate <laughs> representation on who's mm. there and who's not, especially if you buy 20K followers. That's ridiculous. It's really hard. We should start again, you know? We should start that account again. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It's, it's a bit rough because they want the best of both worlds you want heaps of followers and you want heaps of engagement there's only one real way of doing that is by earning the followers right correct so we're going to give you a couple of strategies in order to actually get those followers and implement an organic marketing um, approach and just to clarify so organic marketing just means anything that's not paid so no paid ads not boosting anything like um, that, that sort of thing. So organic is everything that is doesn't have any money required. Yep. Yes. Okay, so the first thing that I think is really important is just making sure that your page is searchable. So using keywords, making sure that it's SEO friendly. So for example, I'm an Instagram coach, so making sure that I have Instagram in the bio so people can actually find your account. Mm. Mm. Yes. SEO is a, a tricky one, but generally speaking, a good way to approach it is what would you search in Google to find your business mm. and then make sure that's sprinkled everywhere. Yeah. Or what, what, what words are your audience using to find mm. you? Correct. Yeah. So make sure that your bio on your Instagram actually has those words and in the, in the actual name section, which is the bold letters, make sure that those, those keywords are there so that people can find you. The second thing is to create viral content. So that's posts that are really, really shareable and saveable because the more that it gets shared, the more Mm. viralness. It's not a word. Are you sure? No, it's definitely not a word. So viral content reels 100%. Mm. Um, You know Elo? Yeah. She grew like 6,000 followers in a week because sure. one of her reels has just gone. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was listening to you in that conversation the other day. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, she, yeah killing yeah. it. But it just goes to show you you can start. I'll give you another example. My, one of my clients has 300 followers and I it's been taking me a little while to convince her to give me the videos for reels. Huh. But 
she's given me a couple and one of the girls, Caitlin, she does her content. She's got 300 followers, right? Her reels get 2000 views. That's huge. You know, just that is mental. Mm. So that's a really, really good example of how a piece of content can go viral. Mm. And she got really good, amazing results from that. Like you get lots of followers, one, especially if your call to action is follow, Mm. then they'll Mm. follow. But also then you'll get leads, inquiries, Mm. sales. Mm. Just to support that, right? Um, I think a lot of people also try and focus on doing nothing but viral stuff. And for some, Mm. some guys it works or some people it works. But you really want to have the whole package. You want to have a nice landing page. You want to have good contact to follow up on. You want to have the whole mm. suite, right? You yeah. don't just want to focus on virility. Ooh, that's uh-huh. a big word. Not ness? Not, not no, viralness? No, virility. <laughs> I just made that up and it's going to stick now. Okay, is that a word? I don't know. I'm but, not sure. Uh, Google it. <laughs> but yeah, if you focus on viral stuff, fair, but you know, have the other stuff in place value. as well. Yeah, mm. yeah. You want to back it up with the value, 100%. The second type of viral content is your infographics and quotes. So if somebody reads your quote and they're like, yes, that resonates. Yes, my audience needs to share that, see that. So they'll share it to their stories. So that's another type of viral content. And I think at the moment, um, posts are being so underrated because of reels, but they still have incredible results. So really don't underestimate the power of a good quote mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and carousels as well. So then my last one. So you've got your reels, your quote squares, infographics and carousels. They go off. Mm. If you want to grow your account, they are the types of content that you should be focusing on. Then making sure you're just providing your audience with value. So meaning that your content is actually solution focused, making sure that you are answering those pain points. Another another person that I've recently um, been speaking to, they have not done any sort of market research to see if there's actually a, a need or a demand for what it is that they hmm. are selling. Hmm. And they're like, they're not getting results. And I was like, have you done any market research? Mm. No, I have not. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Look, it's pretty tough. I mean, like you've got to do your research about your product and your, and your service to see if your business model stacks up because Instagram's mm. not going to resolve your issue. Right. Yeah. It's only an extension or a platform for your product and service. Yeah. And I feel as though there's definitely a couple of people you've spoken to over the de- over the years uh, with some weird and wonderful ideas. And you're like, look, I can do the social media stuff for that, but don't really know how much you're going to be able to sell. Yeah. Are people wanting to buy this specific product and or item? Yeah, not sure. So I think that's a good place to start. And a really good way that we always do it is just do a SWOT analysis, right? Just find a couple of other companies, see if anybody does it. If nobody does it and it's a a definite need, then yeah, right, go for it. Mm. But like if there's no need and nobody else is doing it, probably not a good idea. Yeah. So it's one thing to just be super passionate about something, great. But you want to see if you can be passionate and it's profitable. (laughs) So you want the two P's in there, right? Yeah. You just made that up. No. Two P's. No, it's not what I'm... (laughs) It's it's a thing. It's a marketing thing. No, it's not. It's a five P. Passion and profit. profit. Product, price, place, process and placement. (laughs) That's the six P's of marketing. Oh, dear. (laughs) You want to have a P off, mate. (laughs) All right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Shut down much. Uh, anyway, making sure that you do do your market research before you actually commit. Um, so organic marketing is amazing in order to test 
your business model as well, because if you're actually going to start getting results organically, then you can really look into doing some paid ads and things like that to actually grow. But if your model is doing amazingly organically, then you know it's going to do well when you start to invest into it as well. Mm. Another way that you can start to grow is doing some influencer marketing. Mm. Because you, especially if you find the people that are actually aligned with your business, and we've done a podcast all about this, so make sure you go back and find it. But if you find the people that are aligned with your business and they do posts for you, then you're just getting in front of their audience, which really helps with your exposure as well. Yeah. And I think that's a good point here, right? So there's a set amount of people on Instagram, which is really why it's quite interesting. Um, It's obviously growing up and down over time, whatever. But your market, your ideal person could actually be in other markets. Like it's a renewable source, right? Because you can like as many pages as you want, as far as I'm aware, unless you want to correct me. But like, you know, from your perspective, if someone else has your ideal market already, what are you essentially doing is paying to get in touch with their group and then trying to yeah. gain some of that following but it's 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 not stealing their following right it's just no, no. getting an additional following or they might it's, getting a way, it's sort of like paid word of mouth yeah correct it's exactly what it is it's yeah. literally exactly what it is yeah but the thing that i want to highlight is that you know instagram's the beauty of instagram is it's got access to this huge market which has millions of people underneath it and those people can go and follow whatever they like you know and and all you need to do is just make them aware of what you do and then just hope that they'll follow and like you and then obviously yeah, yeah. do yeah. anyone after that exactly something that i would recommend you not doing is one buying followers but two also participating in engagement pods which is another hot topic an engagement pod is essentially like a group of people like a in your dms where you'll put your new post and everybody has to go like and comment the problem with this is that those people actually aren't your ideal clients or customers and your real audience will catch on pretty quick because they'll see the same people commenting and liking over and over and those comments don't actually have any sort of substance. So you do actually want to have real people engaging with you, following your content so that you can focus on leads, inquiries and sales, which are the three things you should focus on rather than just the number of followers. In saying that as well, um, one of the ladies that commented on my post the other day, because I I spoke about this topic, and she was like, I have 90 followers and I am fully booked. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. It just goes to show you don't, don't, like it really doesn't matter how many followers you have. You want to focus on is your actual business growing and doing well. Yep. And that's the thing, right? When you're designing your business, Instagram is an important part. It's not the whole thing, right? Yeah, you can't it's not just, the be all and end all. No, well, I mean, it is in some businesses. If you're a social media manager, it's a bit, bit different. But um, if you're, you know, product and services on any other level, it's it's really important. But it's just the marketing arm. You need to actually make sure that, you know, it, it's uh, a facilitating tool. It's not just it's not just everything. Um, mm. I feel as though some people. Uh, just yeah, try and get their marketing awesome and they haven't even got their process or their products lined up properly or their delivery for that matter, right? Mm-hmm. So they go down this path of having a wicked Instagram, growing it, start getting you know, customers and orders 
and then they realize that all their products are stuck in China and they can't deliver them, right? So there's a, there's a bit more to the puzzle, if that makes well, even sense. Even like the process of when people do start coming to you, do you have a plan of when they do start messaging you or like what's your sales process? Yeah, correct. What, what do you take them through? Exactly. Um, what's your loyalty program? I mean, if you've got some sort of customers down the track. Mm. You do you know, have a lead magnet? If yeah. these people are coming to you, that's the top of your funnel. Where do they go next? Ooh. Funnel. Mm, down funnel. the funnel, mate. Down the funnel. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot to think about. Mm. Yes. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, this is a lot of stuff that I was talking about in my course. Um, and we just wrapped it up. I can't believe we just did 10 weeks, which Again. is crazy. I can't, I can't even believe that it's what, almost the end of April. Cray, cray. Yeah, dude. Time flies. It's your mum's birthday next week. I know. Yeah. It's a long weekend. Yeah. yeah. It is a long weekend. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which is good. It's good. I love a long weekend. The odd love a long weekend. So it's good. Um, yeah, no doubt. And then, um, yeah, geez, it, it's going to be tax time pretty soon as well. That's scary. Yeah, Time flies when you're having fun, eh? Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. This year has been a bit full on. Yeah. I think for most people. Yeah. Everyone that we've spoken to have had a bit of a rocky start to the year. <laughs> yeah, I spoke to a guy the other day and I was like, How, how's your year been, man? And he's like, this is in January. And he's like, feels like the 13th month of 2020. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then uh, I bumped into him the other day. I was like, how's everything going? And he just rolled his eyes. I was like, all oh, right, <laughs> fair enough. I just think it's a bit of a transition period while everybody gets their uh, AstraZeneca's and their Pfizer's. Oh, yeah. Your dad got the injection, by the way. I know he mm. was very unwell for yeah. a day, and he, then he he was all good after that. Now he's all good. Yes. Well, from a personal perspective, I can't wait until this is all wrapped up and done. Yep. And we can go to Bali. Bali. <laughs> Bali. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> Mate, I would give my left foot to go to Bali right now. I. Eh? Yeah. 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 Anyway. It's on the cards for yeah. sure. Detention. Someone asked me the other day if if we we're planning to travel this year. Like I'd love to, mm-hmm. I would absolutely love to. But, X mouth. You know, we don't know exactly. I think we'll do a camping trip soon, though. Yeah. Up X north. mouth. X mouth. Yeah. 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 Any books that you're listening to currently? That you're uh, yeah, I'm actually listening to a couple um, at the same time, which is new for me. I'm very much like one book at a time kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, I've got a couple of really heavy reads, which are, so it's a bit bit hectic. But yeah. one that I'm frothing at the moment is uh, Unleash the Power Within by Tony Robbins. So yeah. everybody knows who he is. But I've never actually listened to one of his books. Turns out he's pretty good. Um, he's very, um, yeah, I don't know how to, how to say. Like He's a bit um, deep and meaningful, but all like logical and... I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure everyone knows. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know better than you I You know. Do. You all know. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Everybody knows about him. But it is a really good book. It is a really good book. Yeah. And I just finished You Can't Hurt or Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. Yeah. You know, you know who that is? Yeah. He's the fittest man in the world. That was nuts. He He's crazy. He's, he's ridiculously crazy. Um, but hard to relate to because he runs like 130 miles, you know. In, in one race a 24 hour sort of race every now and then when he feels like it type thing so yeah, he's nice. just a beast yeah. but from a motivational perspective it's good what about you? I am currently reading How to Do the Work by Dr. Nicole LaPera ah uh, yes it is very very good How to Do the Work I recommend <laughs> I like that laughing? title yeah you do it I recommend you read it <laughs> do the work says you that's it's a very very good book i recommend to Mm. everyone and then i think up next i'm going to do brene brown 
Which one? I don't know. Brene Brown. They all sound good to me. You do Brene Brown. We watched the Netflix Brene Brown the other day and Bart was like, who is this Brene? Yeah, she's pretty cool. She's got it sussed. She um, does. Yeah, she's... Uh, she's like the male, female Tony Robbins. No, female Jordan Peterson. Oh, sorry. Yeah. But also, like, maybe a bit Tony Robbins. There's a bit she's of a great. motivational... St- oh, no. She's yeah, great. She is great. She's actually pretty cool. And she's sort of a, a potty mouth Texan chick she's really cool yeah. <laughs> a lot of funk there digging it yeah yeah i really really liked it mm. anyway i'm pretty sure you have a flight to catch i do so we better wrap it up but i hope you all have a beautiful week please feel free to send me a dm if you have a question about anything that we've spoken about today mm-hmm. and if you have any podcast recommendations then hit me up if there's something that you want us to talk about or yeah 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 we're finally putting the studio back together mm-hmm. properly so yeah, keen to keen to get stuck in. Yeah. Cool. cool. Bye everyone. Bye.